Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina, with Windermere Real Estate. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a super awesome guest, but before that, we always have our real estate update. It's a little slow in real estate right now. There's nothing really to read into that, though, other than it's graduation week and the kids are getting out of school and everybody's distracted. And, you know, everybody has graduation now. It's big. There's move-up ceremonies, fifth grade, eighth grade, high school graduations. It's fun. I like watching all of the posts on social media. But the uh, stats just came out. One of the things I love, love, love about Windermere is they put together week or monthly stats so that we as agents are up on the latest trends in the market and we can then help our clients be more educated when they're doing it. We will have these on the website after the show. You can go to NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. And one of the things that I really enjoy about the way we do our stats is we break it down by area. You can see year to date uh, this year versus last year, the number of homes sold, prices and days on market. Because as we've talked about several times on the show, you know, one of the things that's different this year versus last year is there are now micro markets. It used to be the market was just fast and furious all across the board, but now each area is a little bit different. So it's really important that you're working with an agent who specializes in whatever market you're in, whether you're buying or selling. If you're thinking about doing something with real estate, I invite you to reach out. You can always send me an email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. I would love to help you. Or if for some reason I'm not the expert in your specific area, I have a wide range of network of agents that I am always happy to connect you with. And so without further ado, I'm excited to introduce today's guest who has the honor of being our very first repeat guest. (laughs) I know it's a big honor. I'd like to. Hi, Julie Arnon is joining us today. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I know you have kids finishing their last week of school this yes. week. And so thank you for making the time hey, to no be problem. here. <laughs> My last week of freedom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Although sort I'm of. ready for it. Now that the kids are older, I'm so ready for them to be home. It's nice to have a break in the schedule. Absolutely. So Julie is, uh, you may not know Julie's name, but I guarantee you, you have probably read one of her articles because you are <laughs> a food and wine and travel writer for the likes of 425 Magazine, mm-hmm. Alaska Airlines. There's about a dozen different magazines. Yeah, I got some shout outs from people traveling on Alaska Airlines this month because I have a piece about Bellevue um, in the in-flight magazine. So Lovely. it's kind of funny when that pops up. They're like, hey, I know this person. <laughs> oh, that's great. I know. Um, Isn't it? I love that when kind of things connect. And if nothing else, after the show, you, I highly encourage you to go follow Julie's Instagram feed. <laughs> because That's really why she's on the show again. We've been stalking her for the last year because as she travels and goes to food and wine events, you take the most amazing pictures. Oh, thank you. Yes. And I've been to a lot of events and a lot of places this year. So. You've been busy. So. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> it's fun. And you take, like I said, you take great pictures and you post it. I have a list that I keep compiling of places that I want to go and oh. travel with the kids. And usually you post something. I'm like, oh, yay, there's something Added else for the, the list. That's so um, let's talk about some of the places you've been, what you've got. You've got all kinds of great stuff to talk about today. Okay. Well, places I've been, let's see, I have uh, been to Canada a lot this year. So in the last yes. 12 months, 15 months, I uh, have done BC. I've done a lot of different BC trips. I 
I discovered a place called the Sunshine Coast, which I had no idea was a part of D.C. Um, so I've heard of that, but what exactly is it? So it is kind of between um, mainland where Vancouver is mm-hmm. and Vancouver Island. So it okay. is technically connected to the mainland, but you can only get there um, by float plane or ferry. So it's nice. definitely isolated, um, but it's really beautiful. And then also Vancouver Island. I discovered has more than Victoria. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, everybody knows about Victoria, but further up north, there's Tofino, which is right, like the surf- Wiccanish Inn. Or the Wiccanish Inn. It's amazing, oh, yeah, um, and it's the surf <laughs> like surf capital of of Canada. Which yes, there is a surf capital in Canada. <laughs> okay. Have a big surf culture. So nice. that's been really fun. There's- Sweet, brah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> awesome. I have visions of finding Nemo and the turtle. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> With the wetsuit, though. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's tons of uh, fun adventures that I've been. I went up to um, BC Wine Country in the Okanagan this year mm-hmm. and uh, did a little bit of uh, Whistler stuff, which I know everyone and their mother's been to Whistler a million times, but... Um, we had a summer experience and a winter experience. I think it's out. There's so much more to Whistler mm-hmm. than people realize. Like axe throwing. <laughs> I saw that. I know, it was awesome. <laughs> you can watch the video on Instagram <laughs> if you follow follow Julie Arden. A nice slow a nice slow mo of the axe. And you, you know, kind of like stuck it. You were good at it. That's <laughs> <laughs> my inner aggression. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so lots of lots of Canada. I've done some Central California coast stuff this year. Okay. In fact, um, in the June issue of Four Two Five, there's a piece about uh, SoCal, so San Luis Obispo County. Yes. Were those your pictures mm-hmm. in that article? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, it, I am kind of in love with SoCal and Paso, and mm-hmm. you know that whole chill California coast vibe. So is that like north of LA, south of San Francisco? Yeah, kind it's of thing? it's halfway between basically. Okay. Got yeah, it. it's great. I love it. <laughs> right now, today would be a good day to go. Wow, right. It's, a little, it's gray, and it's actually, I think, raining this morning. It was. Anyway, we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, the rain. So those Not are some of the travels, but... Um, That's awesome. Lots of stuff locally, too. Yeah. Wine country, you know, uh, eastern Washington, and then the Willamette Valley. There's lots to do. Were you just yeah. down in the Willamette mm-hmm. Valley? Yeah, I did a tour with uh, Jackson Family Wines. They own several wineries in... Uh, the Willamette Valley, and there's some. They have some really great properties, so it's fun. Do they? To, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do. What are some of your favorites? Um, Penarash okay. Cellars, and then uh, Grand Moraine Winery was fantastic, and it's one of the biggest um, properties in in the valley there, and so yeah. they grow acres and acres and acres. It's That's great. awesome. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. that Willamette, it's it's a lot of Pinot, mm-hmm. right? And then do they have other varietals down there that uh, they yeah, do? Yeah, the Pinot, of course, is the thing they're known for. But okay. Chardonnay is making a big, okay. you know, a swell up. And uh, there's they're starting to hone in on a good style. Like it was all over the board mm-hmm. between, you know, uh, crisp, like everybody wants it to be Chablis. Or, you know, California with a lot of oak. So they're finding their own style in the middle. Oh, um, good. I like That's it. That's really good. Yeah, they have some Riesling. They have, uh, let's see, some Pinot Gris, of course. But Pinot Noir is like their thing. The thing. I like Pinot. Yeah, it's great. There's a wide variety of Pinots, though, as well. They're definitely. In terms of flavor and uh-huh. that kind of stuff. There's yeah. probably better wine terms that I could use for that. But um, <laughs> I'm going with flavor. <laughs> so it's flavor. 
<laughs> it's all about the flavor, you know? <laughs> it's a consumable. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, well, you know what? Whatever works for you. There I mean, you go. <laughs> what about the Okanagan? What kind of um, wines do they do up there? Uh, familiar with so Okanagan, yeah, it's the warmest place in Canada, um, okay. and they have a huge variety. Like they're they're so young in the industry that they're doing kind of what Washington State is doing, in that they grow everything, mm-hmm. trying to figure out like everything grows, but what works best. So they have uh, some sparkling wines that are really good. Nice, um, but they're growing, you know, big red wines as well. Okay, and with varying degrees of. Success. success. Some are good. Some aren't. <laughs> it's still a pioneer, you know, area in terms of wine. So. Sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. But fun to go check it out, no matter what. Yeah. And uh, if you do, you, are you familiar with a Soyuz, Lake Soyuz? No. Area. Okay. So a Soyuz is kind of like north of Chelan. Okay. And it actually straddles the border between Washington and and BC. Oh. So part of it's in in Washington State and part of it's in BC. Okay. So you can like you know paddleboard across a national border. Really? <laughs> That's awesome. Shh. <laughs> 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 That's great. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Great. Well, and you've got a lot of local things going on as well. You are a woman of many talents. You travel, you take amazing pictures, you write about it, you inspire all of us to do that. But there's a lot of local things. You um, are on the sommelier team at Sea Star. I am, yeah. I, I work a couple nights a month at Sea Star. Mm-hmm. So. Because that's another art, right? There's just the whole wine flavor part of it. <laughs> right. You're never going to come on the show again. <laughs> like she's not educated enough. Oh, <laughs> to no. talk wine with. Um, but there's the wine, but then it's the whole wine food pairing that makes it the true art. Yeah. And you are amazing. And has, well, I don't know about amazing. Uh, I try. Um, and the hospitality aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then also giving guests what they want. Like, if they insist on drinking Cabernet with their sushi, then that's what you give them. There you go. <laughs> but I highly recommend some white wines, guys. There's some great <laughs> white wines. Great sparkling, you know, and your psalm wants to give you the best experience possible. So Well, and I think part of sometimes the reason why you would bring in a psalm when you're picking wine is to pick something you wouldn't normally pick. Right, you don't know about or, you know, and to just enjoy the experience. I was reading on um, Sea Star's page this morning, there was one of your articles about even Rieslings, mm-hmm. which and how that compare, which I think is that's a perfect example because I can honestly tell you i probably never voluntarily order a riesling nobody usually does unless <laughs> and, unless they know <laughs> what they're doing and what they're but if someone recommended it with something i think that would be fun to try it to just see how that all plays together yeah and uh dry rieslings are great with food because they have such a high amount of acid in mm-hmm. them um, but even like something that has a little sweetness is really good with spicy food so mm-hmm. spicy thai food moderately sweet maybe off dry riesling excellent choice yeah much better than a cabernet <laughs> just which saying. will really hurt with the tannins and the heat just don't do that no <laughs> i had it happen on sunday night we had a bottle of red open it's great really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and then what i was eating was a little bit spicy and i took a bite of food and i went back to the wine i was like man eh, yeah, i'm done it just don't work together they don't <laughs> it, i was so disappointed yeah the wine may be great but when you, when the pairing doesn't work I'm like well Guess I'm moving on back to yeah. vegetables and there's quite a few restaurants that have opened on the east side as well um there's yeah. Caroline Point has a new restaurant have you been to Como yet 
I've been in. I haven't. Uh, I went in before it opened. Okay. A couple days before it opened. So Como is um, a project by. Uh, I think Lee Cantlay. Yeah, right? Lee. Yeah, Lee and Trevor. Okay. And so they also have Cantonetta, which uh, is one of our all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. We're doing family dinner there tomorrow night. Oh, you are. At Cantonetta. We love that place. Nice. And Como was inspired by their trip to Lake Como, mm-hmm. and uh, it's beautiful. It's they have retrofitted the space that been on the lake. I mean, it looks nothing like it did before. And I love that they did it like they did it right. I they haven't did. been there yet. I stalking them on Instagram again. Anyway, well, um, they like replastered everything. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It fits the vibe. And mm-hmm. I looked at the menu. I'm excited to go try it. We yeah. It and it's not like white tablecloth. Like it's approachable. Mm-hmm. It's like every, you know, vacation place you want to be on the lake. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to try that one. Yeah. Perfect. What are some of the other new restaurants? Uh, Spark Pizza in Redmond. So the, the yeah. owners of Woodblock opened okay. up Spark. And it's again like nice family friendly casual place. Um, I've heard yeah. good things about it. I drove by the other night. I think it was a Saturday night after a baseball game. And um, it was packed. It was great. Yeah. I always, I like seeing people succeed, right? I, anytime I too. in anything, but especially small business owners, you put that out there and you're willing to do something. And I just think it's great when people yeah. A, find a niche and kind of do it right and then B, it works for them. So it's so much work. It's yes. To, to open a restaurant, so much work. Yeah, restaurants and wineries, I think, are really more a labor of love <laughs> than anything yeah, else. Yeah, they are. And speaking of wine, we've got uh, Auction of Washington Wines coming up yes. in August. Picnic, which we, I always see you there. I, it's fun. It's like my favorite event. It is really fun. It's so low, I wouldn't say low casual. What I meant was low key and casual, mm-hmm. mixing my things here. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just a fun event. The weather, knock on wood, usually cooperates. It's usually good. A couple of years ago, it was hot. It was. So hot. Right. But uh, you get to try some good wines. and Yeah, and the winemakers are walking around. They're just like, hey, your glass looks empty. Would you like a little rosé? Yeah. Would you like a little, you know, And you can this. talk to them and get the details, or you can just enjoy your wine and move on to the next one. And yeah, or you can go, you know, bid on a barrel. So yes. you can get I'm your own I'm still lot. enjoying my uh, oh, what did petite Verdot from Brown that I got, not <laughs> last year, but the year before. Petite Verdot. I didn't know I was bidding on Petit Verdot oh. at the time. It was you know, it's the end of the night. Uh, and then uh, I got it, and I thought, it's really amazing, actually. It is. You know, just a little lamb with that would be good. Just okay. Saying, a little, little right. grilled meat. We'll try that. <laughs> I knew I liked the winery. I've had brown wines before. That's uh-huh. why I bid on it. And I didn't think that, I don't know what I thought, but it didn't occur to me to check for what kind of wine I was getting <laughs> you from didn't there. Know what you're... Um, but yeah. that's part of the fun. You just never know what you're going to take home at the end of the night, huh? Yep, pretty much. <laughs> it, was, it was good. <laughs> so, sounds like a wine event. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um, Another cool thing would be, uh, I and I wrote about this, I think, in the, this month's issue of 425, is have you gone to Alderbrook recently? No, I have never been there. Oh, well, you have to go there. I know, it looks great. And people post there, and I think, oh, we should go. And It's like, it's the perfect Northwest kind of camp but resort you know it feels like you're at camp but you're like a grown-up in a nice resort right because you're right on hood canal but they are doing these can you take kids there oh yeah okay i I think i go to book it and then i wonder if the kids are going to be bored no there's a pool there's of course you know activities on the canal right but you can paddleboard and kayak and hike and stuff you can run all that okay and there's golf across the street oh yeah i don't know if your kids play golf but (laughs) my husband golfs our kids would be great golfers 
Alex, I think, is afraid it won't interfere with his baseball swing. So he oh. will not pick up a golf club because, heaven forbid, that affects the batter's Smart box. move right there. <laughs> yeah. Kids got game. Yeah, baseball does. game. You don't want to mess that up. <laughs> no. Good job. With... In fact, I got scolded by the orthodontist yesterday because mm. he needs his wisdom teeth out, and I won't do it until after baseball season. All right. And I get it. The orthodontist did not see it our way, but know. it's okay. <laughs> Priorities, people. We're not interfering right? with his game. <laughs> so, anyway. But Gary's a big golfer. He would love that. Oh, well, and also they have uh, a chef that's been there for about a year, and he, they're doing this really cool culinary program. So, one, they have a cheese cave. Oh, okay. So they're making their own cheeses. Nice. But they have these dinners that are called Gathering Grove, and so they have cleared out a little section of their forest behind the resort, kind of up in the hiking area, and you can have a whole dinner out under the trees. They have really, little, yeah, it's beautiful. Aww, they I cook over stuff. fire, and yeah, it's it's all like local stuff that okay. Uh, they're connected with different farms and whatnot. I'll have to get online it's today awesome. and see what they have for availability. Because yeah. it's nice. It's close. You could go just one or two nights. It doesn't have to be a big production. That's right. Right? Because you're not burning travel time. Eat some moistures, you know. Perfect. <laughs> Happiness all yeah. the way around. Yeah. Um, but back here in Bellevue, there's, there yes. is something I wanted to bring up. Because, yes. Uh, it's not food and wine related. but Totally not. I do write about many important. different things. Yes. Um, so We're multifaceted. So one of our mutual friends, Larry Snyder. Yes. Shout out to Larry. Hi, Larry. Uh, he connected me a couple of years ago with um, uh, Congregations for the Homeless. And so they okay. do, uh, they have a men's shelter here in Bellevue that um, for six months out of the year, uh, they've been serving homeless homeless individuals, men on the east side. And um, so he brought to my attention that the shelter closes every six months um, because the city of Bellevue, um, like they're not up to code. And so oh. it's only safe for them six months out of the year. So there's a group of men that uh, have been working together to try to change this. So they've been... Um, working in the business community here to raise money to retrofit the building so that it can be open year-round, which... I'm assuming it's closed in the winter then? It's open in the winter. It's oh, closed right now. So the winter is when they need it the most. Okay, so they're only... Interesting. April 30th, the door is shut, and it's okay. closed for six months. Uh, so they've been trying to raise money. They um, Originally, the city thought it would cost almost $2 million to retrofit, but Kevin Wallace from Wallace Properties here mm -hmm. in Bellevue... Of course, his specialty is building projects. Right. And he said, you know, if I have the people I know come in and do it, we can do it for 750000 Oh, my goodness. That's less mm -hmm. than half. Right. So what they're trying to do is get the businesses in the community to be um, part of the solution for it. Yeah. Because, and and there's a real reason why, mm -hmm. um, in uh, the, the U.S. Court of Appeals, Ninth Circuit, um, had a, an opinion, or let's say, what do you call it? When a legal opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, you're looking at the girl who called wine flavor, so I can't help you. <laughs> like a proposition, or no? So um, the Martin versus the city of Boise. Uh, there a was decision? a decision. Thank you. Yeah. Decision. Oh, work. Appreciate yeah. that. Work. Uh, <laughs> they made a decision saying that if there's not a homeless shelter available, like for people to sleep in, that it's considered cruel and unusual punishment to say that they can't sleep outside on public property. Oh. So if you don't provide a shelter mm -hmm. bed, then people have the right to sleep on public property and you can't enforce 
those ordinances. Oh, interesting. So it's very much in the best interests of all the businesses and people of the city of Bellevue and on the east side to have a place for people to go so Absolutely. that, you know, we can enforce the no sleeping in the park ordinance mm-hmm. and it's safer and cleaner for everybody. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Um, they have raised $638,000 so far of Hooray. the 750 So uh, to donate, and I, I did write this down, this is important, you can go to cfhomeless.org or email Joe Haley, Joe H at cfhomeless.org. Okay. And let's get it all the way up. And then they can start construction. That's great. So, yes. and how long will it take them to do the construction? Um, well, once they start, it'll it'll take several months. They have to right. um, work with the water main and sprinkler systems. So exactly, yeah, that would be. But huge. hopefully, it'll be done in time for them to be able to use it in the winter, and then it'll be open. Year open round. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who do they? Okay, let's say that again. If you want to contribute. Really, a little bit. If everybody just gave a little bit, yep. they would be there and they could get this work done, right? Yeah, and I think that's the the point that the men that have been working with this project are making is that the east side is definitely interested in what works. Right. And when everybody comes together, government and people, we get the job done. Beautiful thing. <laughs> that's the idea. Right? Okay. I so, love it. So, uh, Joe H. at cfhomeless.org or just go to the cfhomeless.org website. Great. And All right. That's a challenge. Everybody, if you can give just a little bit. We're almost bit. there. It's I so know. Close. <laughs> and you know what? I, you know, and my heart goes out if people are homeless, there's always more to that story. Mm-hmm. So my heart goes out to everybody. But, you know, as you're going into summer and you want your kids playing at the park, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been in other places where the kids had a baseball game and we had to get the guys sleeping in the outfield off the field um, before the game. It was very, we're not in Kansas anymore moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's better for everybody. You can feel good about your kids playing in the park. Mm-hmm. People have a safe place to be. Right, and really the idea is to, you know, help help these people have the resources they need yeah. to uh, not be homeless anymore and to find, you know, the um, support for whatever, job resources, mm-hmm. mental health health in general so yeah I mean that's the goal yeah that's a huge (laughs) thing I don't know if you've ever read the book evicted Mm -mm. it's a phenomenal book fascinating book kind of on this line but a little bit in that it's about a midwest city I forget the city but basically um, low-income people and the housing and the, the rents that they have to pay but what it really and I realize you're not paying rent to be in a homeless shelter but when you realize the amount of time and energy mental and physical that people have to focus on just to put a roof over their head for one single night, mm-hmm. um, you realize what that's taking away from their ability then to kind of get the rest of their lives back on track. Right, especially if they don't have a social safety net, right? They don't right. have, they can't go live with mom. They don't have mm-hmm. a friend that will help them out. I mean, these are the people that slip through the cracks. Right. Well, and thank you for supporting that. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm, I'm glad I can be part of something that's actually important, you know? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think... the food and wine aren't important. Everything's <laughs> important in its own way and serves its mm-hmm. purpose. So I... But this is... It's definitely wonderful um, that so many people are coming together and that... Um, did you say it's Kevin Wallace is doing the construction with his crew? Um, yeah, so he's, helping he, he's at least it. facilitating that. Part yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's yeah. a big deal. It Excellent. <laughs> uh, great. So there's that. Do you have any... Do you have any trips coming up? Or you're shipping, you've got some 
Well, I, you know, I've pretty much been traveling every every, a lot. every other week for the last six months. Uh, in between all this regional stuff, you know, I went to Ireland, I went to France, so I'm. Oh, that's right. I've checked off a few big boxes for myself. Where did year. you go in France? Uh, so a couple nights in Paris. Uh, then we went to Champagne. Mm-hmm. We were uh, disgorging a champagne for John Howie Restaurant, mm-hmm. so it's a grower champagne for mm-hmm. the Sea Star Restaurant. And then we went to um, the Burgundy region. Okay. And tasted some more Pinot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then back to Paris for a couple nights. So it was a 10 day trip. Wow. That mm-hmm. sounds fun. It was. <laughs> and I'm jumping around a little bit, but did you learn how to use the sword? You just had a picture of you and a sword. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Did you learn how to use the sword there or was that this weekend? No. Um, no, I sabered my first sparkling wine this weekend uh, or this last week in the Willamette Valley. That's awesome. So, yeah. And you did it with, like, I felt power. confidence. So there's the axe throwing, there's the sword. I mean. <laughs> Julie is a girl of many talents. There's, there's sort of a sharp objects thing happening. I know. <laughs> you in a dark alley have That's nothing right. on it. <laughs> I know. Some of my friends want to walk with me at night. So. I think so. I feel <laughs> All of a sudden I feel very afraid. <laughs> Just yeah, are you nervous over there? So I'm way over here. Yeah. <laughs> Stay over there. <laughs> It was great. You looked like you were having fun. I, I didn't. I was so surprised. Is it hard? I, uh, no. And I, I was so shocked that it worked. So oh. I don't know if you saw the video because you freeze the neck. And, of course, we were having fun with dry ice bucket. Like, let's freeze it fast, you know? So Yeah. But then you just run the, the saber up the seam of the bottle. Uh-huh. And when it hits that frozen neck, it just flies off. But I was, if you saw my face, it was like, what? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I thought it might not work for me. so Or I thought, like, what if it just explodes? Or, yeah, right. I'm nervous. Yeah. Are you like, I don't know, you take out something with the cork, right? Like, I don't know what <laughs> you... That's why you don't stand in front of it. <laughs> Which seems obvious I after know, the right? fact. I know, right? I want to watch. <laughs> but before... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just paint the target on your head. <laughs> All fun and games until someone loses an eye. Okay. <laughs> that know, wasn't on the video. You know someone else has thought of that already. Well, you see like... all the fails. Of right. all the ones that go wrong. So you're like, oh, if everyone's failing at this, it's got to be really difficult. And it's really not. It's really easy. Yeah, yeah, one of my friends was like, good job with that saber. I usually use a butter knife. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, it's so easy. What? I could just use a butter knife. But then what's the point? <laughs> That's right. It's much better with the sword. Yes. you got to go for the whole dramatic effect. <laughs> totally. so oh, yeah. I'm always, I'm always up for like, oh, you want to try something new? Yes. Of course. <laughs> okay. I'll be uh, watching your Instagram feed for whatever sharp object activity you come up with next. I don't know what I don't it could know. be, but fencing. Oh, I bet you'd be great at it. Maybe that that requires more finesse, not just throw it as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's all right. <laughs> all right, one spot if you were going to go have a glass of wine on a deck somewhere around here this summer, where would you go? Hmm. <clears throat> one spot. Yeah. I know, no pressure. Uh, the patio at Bakes Place is lovely. Oh yeah, I've um, been there, but I hear it's awesome. And there then, of course, you cannot beat the view up at Ascend at the top of. It's pretty fancy. The Lincoln Ace Center. Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah, and you can choose your patio. Then, which direction do you want to bake? I know, right? They're everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. It's beautiful. Cool. Thanks for making time to join us this morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always good catching up with you again. It was Julie Arnon on the mm-hmm. show today. We'll have all the notes on the website, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. Have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.